Hey guys, Reverend Jess here. If you enjoy this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend. That way we can continue growing the congregation of the Church Absurd. Looking to expand your playlist? Well, Fat Lulz Radio has got you covered. Lose your religion with Reverend Jess and Deacon Sam over on the Church Absurd. Hear nerd culture get dissected on the Fickle Fanboy with RPM. Get drunk at the round table with the designated drinkers. Hear solid and interesting interviews on Unseriously Serious. Do you want to get involved? Send your rant over to the League of Infuriated Nerds. Also, check out the Fat Lulz Radio Associated shows. Get your not-safe-for-work talk radio fix on the Robin Slim Show. Get some life advice from Jerry and Cal on From the Bottom. All of these shows and more await you at Fat Lulz Radio. You can find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and various podcast apps, as well as our website, fatlulzradio.us, HTTP, not HTTPS. We hope you enjoy the smorgasbord of shows we have prepared for you. Fat Lulz Radio, stuff full of entertainment. Hey, this is Chris Paul. I fucking hate myself. You're listening to the church absurd. On Fat Wolves Radio. Do it one more time. Hey, this is Chris Paw, and you're uh, listening to The Church Absurd on Fat Wolves Radio. That's actually perfect. That sounds exactly like how you open a podcast. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and you need to shut the fuck up. Do you feel up. brains? Smoke weed in your bed. Do you feel like walking about rough running? Get ready. Welcome, brothers and sisters, to the eighth episode of the Church Absurd. I'm your welcome, host. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, I'm your host, Reverend Jess, joined by Deacon Sam. Deacon Sam, everybody. Uh, Sam, how has your week been so far? It's been all right. Uh... Well, actually, no, we didn't get the fucking cabin, so it has not been all right. Oh, yeah. But I have been cutting down trees, so I'm going to continue taking my anchor out on Mother Nature. Right, so you, so the Amish just didn't come through for you. No, nah, one saying. of the horses blew out a leg, so they're kind of stuck up <laughs> so, in Ohio. So, so they shot it. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just shot it on the side of the... Well, actually, they don't have guns, so they just grabbed a rock, and uh, then they chiseled it down to look like a gun, and they pistol whipped it to death. God, that's brutal. <laughs> I know. Fucking Amish, man. Dude, these Amish jokes are beating a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ha. clever. Ha. I'm so fucking ha. clever, right? Ha. Well, you know what I mean? Hey, what are you going to do? It's a fucking Amish joke. When you, make, when you have a chance to make an Amish joke, you know, fucking... <laughs> you just make one, right? <laughs> you just go for it. Well, uh, my week has been uh, filled with talking to various representatives of Apple. But it worked out because we are finally on iTunes. Yeah, Yeah, we're on iTunes. We're now on Google Play. We're on TuneIn. All those fancy little logos you see at the bottom of our new logo. Uh, Our disease is spreading. Right, exactly. So if you want to find us on there, just search Fat Lulz Radio and you will find us. Or check underneath that rash by your genitals because you'll find us there too. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, anything interesting happen uh, at uh, at the uh, the occupation? Ah, um, a coworker started listening. Uh huh. Thinks we're anti gays now. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Just a disclaimer: we're not. 
Um, this is the gayest show ever. Yeah, this is the gayest show ever. We're both completely gay. Yeah. I'm um, jerking him off right now. Where do you think his microphone is sitting? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, and, yep. And you can tell because I'm getting super close now. <laughs> <laughs> now you know, just back it up in and out and in. <laughs> right? The bobbing motion. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest intro we've done. Yep, by far. But, hey, we're only eight episodes in. Let's see where we're at when we hit 20. Right. When we're at 20, it's just going to be like, why are we still doing this? We're both just going to be sitting here beating our heads against the wall while we talk. Right. Exactly. Just like, welcome to the church absurd. I hate my fucking life. (laughs) Somebody shoot me. I don't have the resolve for suicide. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, this past week, uh, you know, because this is going out uh, this upcoming Wednesday, uh, I was actually featured on the Fickle Fanboy Ooh. in uh, impression sense because you know I'm so talented at doing uh, impressions. Yes, not, he is very talented with his mouth. Not really, and his throat. Not really, but uh, yeah, I w- he did a little roundtable episode, so I'm featured on that. So go check out the Fickle Fanboy. Yeah, uh, go check it out. Yeah, if you want to check it out, the uh, we, not until you listen to this episode though. Yeah, we liked the episode on our SoundCloud page, so you can find it through that, or go to the Fickle Fanboy on iTunes. But he's on there, so. Yeah, if you want to hear me talking in stupid fucking impression voices, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Alrighty, so um, you know how the show goes. It's time to look at some cryptids. It's time yeah. for unholy beasts and blasphemous theories. Unholy beasts and blasphemous theories. If you've never listened to the show before, this is where we look at cryptids, conspiracy theories, all types of shit that gets the mind moving. Gets your mental juices flowing. This is everything, you know, it's it's fucking cryptids, it's ghosts, you know, shit like that. Punching ghosts. Yeah, ghost punchers and everything like that, so... Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I can honestly say that I think uh, the the last episode had our best story yet. With that the, that was the best ghost story. I'm that's why far. I named the episode "The Legend of the Ghost Puncher" because it's punched just, a fucking ghost, right? He exactly. just punched his way out of that situation. Exactly. So uh, I'm going to take a look at the ever illustrious Wikimedia <laughs> cryptid yeah. list. Oh no, I, I want you to go first because I feel like mine's gonna be uh, mine's gonna get interesting. Everything is going to get. Oh, interesting. everything's going to get interesting. But I want you to go first because mine's kind of. Uh, it's a little weird. It's Japanese, so it's going to be really weird. Oh, it's a, a Japanese it's a, from ancient Japan. <laughs> ancient Japanese secret. Huh? <laughs> oh, that's fucking. That, now she's going to think we're racist as, as well as anti-gay. Fantastic. Fan. Fucking tastic. Right. Exactly. You know, you have self-control when there's an open bag of Cheetos in front of you, and you grab some, and you're like, no, that would pick up on the microphone, and you put them down. boy. Yeah, that's self-fucking-control right there. Anything. I will not show that kind of control with alcohol, though. Anything for the, uh, you know, for the fucking, for the show. It's a personal sacrifice, really. Right, exactly. Alrighty. Let me see here. This will work. So, today... On the ever-illustrious Unholy Beast. First thing we're going to be looking at is something native to my homeland. Oh. Uh, in case you don't know, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, the town that sits on the Lake Erie. Uh, this is the story of Bessie, our lake monster. Uh, Bessie is the name given to the alleged lake monster in Lake Erie. Also known as South Bay Bessie. Oh, South Bay. there's a prostitute up there named that, probably. <laughs> exactly. Oh, South Bay, Bessie. Bam, Bam Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, get it, Ram Jam. Right. The, the first recorded sighting of Bessie occurred in 1793, and more sightings have occurred intermittently and in greater frequency in the last decade. 
or the last three decades, rather. Bessie is reported to be snake-like, 9 to 10, 9 to 12 uh, meters, you know, 30 to 40 feet long, at least a foot in diameter with a grayish color. That's an ugly fucking prostitute. Exactly, right? It's just like, I'm, like, I'm not paying $200 for this. I'll give you... You pay me. <laughs> exactly. You pay me to fuck you. <laughs> what the shit? Uh, okay, so here's the story. Right? While shooting at ducks north of Sandusky... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were just shooting some ducks and we saw this... <laughs> <laughs> we saw this prostitute in the middle of the water. At least I think she was. Uh, <laughs> while shooting at ducks north of Sandusky, Ohio in 1793, the captain of the sloop Felicity uh, startled a large creature described as more than a rod... <laughs> 16 and a half feet in length. July 1817, the crew of a schooner reported a 30 to 40 foot long serpent, dark in color. Later that year, another boat crew spotted a similar animal, this time copper colored and 60 feet in length. This time they shot at it with muskets, which had no visible effect. Yeah. Once again, anytime a cryptid happens, they're just like, we're going to fucking shoot it. <laughs> Let's fucking shoot it. It, it. You know, there's no way that it's an endangered species that we haven't discovered yet because it's fucking, you know, 1817. Yeah. You know, we'll just fucking shoot it. Problem solved. A third 1817 incident took place near Toledo when French settlers, two brothers named Dussault, that just sounds like a fucking French name, you yeah, know what right. I mean, encountered a huge monster on the beach writhing in what they what they took it to be its death throes. But it was actually its orgasm. Right, exactly. <laughs> Old busy. <laughs> the, the brothers described it as between 20 and 30 foot. Uh, in length, shaped like a large sturgeon, except that it had arms. Uh, the Panic Brothers fled the scene, and when they returned later, the creature had disappeared, presumably carried off by waves after its death. Or crawling away on its fucking arms. Well, here's my thing, right? It, can waves really carry something that's like 20 and 30 fucking feet? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, with tide? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I mean, it. a lake, though. Yeah, I, I, mean, don't, I don't know so much as a lake. Maybe it, the ocean, Lake Erie. It, it's maybe because yeah. like there's so much chemicals floating around in that fucking thing. <laughs> Probably ate it away. Right, exactly. Uh, the Panic Brothers fled the scene, presumably carried off waves. All that was left of its presence were marks on the beach and a number of silver scales about the size of silver dollars. An extraordinary sighting, which was carried by local newspapers, took the took place by the entire crew of a ship bound from Buffalo, New York, to Toledo, Ohio, in July 1892. Uh, the crew, including captain, saw a large area of water about 0.5 miles ahead of them churned up and foaming. As they approached, they saw a huge sea serpent that appeared to be wrestling about in the waters as if fighting with an unseen foe. It was Kratos from God of War. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Naturally. Uh, they observed as the creature relaxed itself and stretched out full length, estimated at 50 feet long and 4 feet in circumference, with its head sticking up above the water, an additional 4 feet. Uh, the brownish creature's eyes were described as viciously sparkling, and large fins were also noted. Hmm. Crystal Beach near Fort Erie was the scene of another sighting in 1896. This time there were four eyewitnesses who watched for 45 minutes as a 30-foot creature with a dog-shaped head. And <laughs> it, was it the shape of a dog's head or the shape of an entire dog? Yeah. It, like, it was, the did second they, one. Did it have like, a head that was shaped like a golden retriever or was it more of a that, dachshund? That, that would be the more terrifying version. You know what I mean? If it's yeah. just like fucking... It's like, it's, it's its like, head looks like an actual dog <laughs> and that's how it lures in prey. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, look at this. Look at the puppy. Just, oh, no. It's a, it's it's a, a sea, 50 it's foot long, four foot wide sea serpent. Prostitute. Sea serpent prostitute. Yeah. Oh, shit. 
turned up the waters of its swam about until finally disappearing before nightfall. There were some sightings of the alleged monster in 1969, the 80s, and in 1993. An original $5,000 reward, uh, recently up to 100000 have been offered by Thomas Soberg of Huron Lagoons Marina for the capture of Bessie. In popular culture, let's see. Lemmy, uh, the Lake Erie monster, a wooden plastic sculpture of Bessie created by Len Teeman, was located on the Huron River, just north of Ohio Road 2 near Huron in 1994, and could be seen by drivers from the bridge. Uh, the sculpture was damaged and has since been removed. I actually remember seeing that fucking sculpture when we would go to like Cedar Point and shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, the current minor league hockey team, representing Cleveland, the Lake Erie Monsters, AHL, yeah, obviously. Uh, there's a band named South Bay Bessie as a tribute to the prostitute, I mean the beast. <laughs> <laughs> Great Lakes Brewing Company made it makes a seasonal beer called Lake Erie Monster with a bottle depicting Bessie. I've drank that beer and it's not good. <laughs> just like just like Bessie. Exactly. Worst prostitute you'll ever meet. You try it once and you vomit. Yeah. You know. Too much teeth. A local horror anthology comic book. Horror takes, anthology? Yeah, it's a prostitute. Of course it's a horror anthology. No, horror anthology comic book both takes its name from the monster while also featuring an interpretation of the creature in its first multi-issue arc. And a similarly named lake monster appeared in Cat Dog in the show's movie. Their vocal effects were done by Frank Welker. Cat Dog had a movie? Yeah, it was. You know, I mean, that's pretty fucking standard. I mean, oh, yeah. as terms as movies go, usually what that means is it's an hour-long yeah. special. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they do that all the time. Fucking Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide ended with a fucking TV special, and so did Drake and Josh and shit like that. Same thing with, like, even Cartoon Network does it. Fucking Ed, Ed and Eddie. Uh, and and with that, where you finally met Ed Eddie's brother, which turned out to be a fucking douchebag who punches ghosts. Anyway, <laughs> alrighty. So that is Bessie, man. It's it's fucking interesting. Interesting indeed. Old Bessie the prostitute. <coughs> All right, now now you have brought something to the table. I have for Unholy Beast, which is I about have. time because I'm getting really sick of doing all the work around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it, bitch. <laughs> all right, I would like to talk about the Japanese monster, Shirimi, or Eyeball Butt. What? Eyeball Butt. All right. Late one night on the roads leading to Kyoto, the legend goes that a samurai was very honorary walking down the street when a man in a kimono stepped in to block his path and said, excuse me, just a moment of your time. The samurai readied himself for an attack and shouted back, What do you want? The man suddenly shed his kimono and stood stark naked. He then bent over and showed his ass to the samurai, which had a huge single eye. Like like where? Was it on the cheek? Was no, it on the it's, hole? It's his, it's his asshole. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> when the eye opened, it, it shone with a bright light. The samurai screamed with fright and fled from the mysterious monster, dishonoring his family for generations to come. <laughs> The you want to run away from eyeball ass. <laughs> the poet and artist Buzan included the Shirimi in his collection Buzan's Yokai Picture Scroll, which is the only known source of the story. It is a variation of the Naparobo legend. The Shirimi is considered to be a type of Naparobo. And as I will now show Reverend Jess a depiction of the beast. <laughs> yep there's that one and then I kind of want to add that to the new logo <laughs> there's also this 
Oh, hey, nice. Yep, just a big old <coughs> gaping eye coming we're, out of the asshole. We're gonna we're gonna link the uh, the yeah. article. Oh no, we totally are. Yeah, and it's gonna be in the the <coughs> description. So click on it if you want to see these fucking drawings because it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yep, I want to get it tattooed above my belly button. <laughs> Just have the eye be my belly button. Can you imagine how great that would be? <laughs> Apparently, it's even been like Japanese cartoons and uh, Palm Poco. Apparently, that's a cartoon. Uh, yeah. Uh, Apparently, the the, uh, the, correct, uh, the correct term is anime. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Shirimi's name is pretty self-explanatory. Shiri equals butt. Me equals I. So I Shiri, butt. Shiri me. I butt. Or butt eye, but it's Japanese, so they read it backwards. So, <laughs> exactly. so I butt, yeah. Shurimi san. All right. Yep. That's fucking great. <laughs> oh, here's a link. Kappa and the small anus ball. Let's go there. Let's see where the sounds internet's. Like, oh. Sounds like my Friday night. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Hang on. Got to show Reverend Jess another picture. We're going to be linking. Oh shit. <laughs> that looks rapey. All right. Let's see what we got here. You have a magical ball in your butt, and the Kappa want it. Although modern Kappa are often portrayed as cute and mostly harmless during the Edo Wait, period. hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If we're going to do this, we got to do it right. So, let's start the story over. All right. right. You, yes you, listener, have a magical ball in your butt, and the Kappa want it. <laughs> modern Kappa are often portrayed as cute and mostly harmless. But during the Edo period, there were monsters who had a particularly vicious method of killing their victims. It is said that human beings have something in their body called the Shirikodama, which translate literally as small anus ball. The ball is nestled either immediately inside the anus or deeper inside the intestines or stomach. The Kappa have a preferred method of extraction. In some stories, the Kappa don't reach up with their hands, but instead actually suck the Shirikodama, or small anus ball. They call that felching, Sam. <laughs> they suck it from the body. It is said that in the water, a Kappa will come up from below, extend an arm upwards, and stick your, his hand right up in there to extract the ball inside your anus. What? What is a Shirikodama? No one really agrees on what it is. Some say it is the human soul itself hardened into physical form. Some say that in pictures it resembles the Buddhist Hojo or wish-granting jewel. The Hodo is onion-shaped with a round body and a tapered top. The usual depiction of the Shirikodama does resemble this shape. Many associate it with the liver. Kappa were known to love human livers, and some say that the Shirikodama was the liver, or the ball that was blocking access to the liver, with the liver being the actual target for the Kappa. Hmm. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the Shirikodama. <laughs> what do what are the what did the Kappa want? No one knows for sure. They want to why, suck why, why, they do, want to why suck do they want soul. it? Why do they want it? <laughs> because they want to suck your soul out of your asshole is what it comes down to. <laughs> well, the most basic explanation is that a Kappa consider the Shirikodama to be a delicious delicacy and that they eat it as soon as it is removed. This, expl this explains contradiction. This explanation is contradicted by some Edo-era depictions 
such as the one by Japinsha Iku that shows a Kappa with a freshly extracted Shirikodama holding it far away from his face and clearly disgusted with the item. The Shirikodama was said to smell as bad as the anus it was removed from. No shit. I've heard of eating the booty like groceries, but this is ridiculous. Oh, I eat like- <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just put something here. If you do not lick your woman's asshole, she ain't your woman. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? Man. All right. I had my input for the night. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh shit. <sighs> what the fuck? Yup. Eight episodes in, and I am speechless. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that that tells me I accomplished something. Exactly. I don't know what, but something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is the stuff of nightmares. The, the smooth-faced person just ha- being like, hey, and then throwing off their clothes and bending over to show you what you think is going to be an asshole, but then it's just a big eye. <laughs> and then it's like, let me get the ball out of your butt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, it's my butt ball. Right? Jesus. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Alrighty, so now uh, what I want to look at is a gentleman by the name of Kyle Odom. You ever hear of him? Um, I feel like somewhere. Well, uh, a little bit about him. Uh, He was born and raised in North Idaho. Grew up in a loving family, joined the Marine Corps after high school, developed an interest in science, went to school for a degree in biochemistry, won numerous scholarships and awards, graduated magna cum laude, (coughs) and then got invited to a prestigious university to work on genetics oh this seems like it's going places as you can see he's uh, pretty smart also a hundred percent sane zero percent crazy bullshit this gentleman uh went to a church one day and shot a preacher hmm. then he went to washington dc and threw a flash drive over the fence which got him arrested yeah and when they read the manifesto as to why he did it, it was pretty interesting. I'm, I am interested to hear this. Yeah, exactly. And I, I guarantee our listeners are. But, oh, yeah. No, they definitely are. But before we do that, we're going to be right back because this is a long one. So we're going to take a break real quick. Enjoy this little commercial here. False Co. Uh, they're introducing a new product. Oh. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot like Blue Apron, uh, oh, but it's okay. very yeah, specific. No, I've heard good things about Blue Rape. Exactly. Exactly. So we're, we're going to be right back on the Church Absurd. This episode is brought to you by Falsco's new dinner service, Blue Anatomy. Are you a cannibal? Does it seem like it's hard to find the succulent human flesh that you oh so crave? Well, with Falsco's new Blue Anatomy service, they send the meat right to your door, along with pre-portioned ingredients that will make your fantastic cannibal dinner even better. Special recipes for this month include a 13-year-old Filipino boy, a 37-year-old Chinese man, which two portions are recommended because, let's be honest, 30 minutes after you're done eating it, you'll want some more, and a 73-year-old finely aged German woman in the form of a bratwurst. And for any cannibals listening in the audience, this month only use a special offer code absurd to get a free meal of liver farva beans and a nice chianti and if you use the additional free offer code you get free shipping on that order be sure to check out falsco's new product the blue anatomy dinner service because if people say that you're a man eater you might as well go the full nine am i right and welcome back to the church absurd i'm your host reverend jess sam are you going to use that fantastic new blue anatomy service well you do know i love eating the ass exactly so Alrighty. so when you last left your heroes we were about to talk about kyle odom uh so let's do this right uh so he goes to college right and uh, he's dealing with a heavy workload 
and uh, he starts using meditation. But the meditation starts tapping him into some strange, strange shit. Right? Uh, I'll read a little quote here. I kept working on my, my meditation techniques and began achieving extreme states of consciousness. This continued until I encountered another being through meditation. It happened one night in February 2014, and it was the most profound experience I've ever had. I was lying in bed meditating and then suddenly left my physical body. I entered a space that was completely dark and had no awareness of my physical boundaries slash orientation. I felt very peaceful there until a blue light began to approach me. As the blue light got closer, I realized it was another being. Once I was in the being's presence, I felt an immense sense of wrongdoing. I felt like I was being told, You shouldn't be here! I instantly conceded and felt guilty, then I began to distance myself from the being. This had an impact on them and seemed to change their mind about me. The moment I began to distance myself from the being, I became overwhelmed by a feeling I can only describe as unconditional love. During this part of the experience, our minds became connected and I saw that the being was female. I then began to feel the most euphoric, comforting, and blissful feelings I had ever felt. It was incredibly powerful and life-altering. And then he came. Right? So, uh, this goes on for quite a long time. And he gets off, and, you know, he, he doesn't really think about it too much, but he starts noticing that the courses that he's taking, he knows everything about. And the teachers just tell him, well, you know, don't worry about it, just have fun. You know, no, no, no problem, right? Everything changed once I started the program. The moment I arrived, I could see flaws in every professor's research. My mind was so expanded that I could instantly understand the implications of entire research projects. Because of this, I was able to see weaknesses in all the available projects, and this caused me to become very concerned about what I was doing, and I felt like I was wasting my time. I voiced my concerns to my advisor and casually brushed them aside. He told me, just have fun. It'll be fun. I kept trying to get motivated, but things continued to get worse. I started seeing flaws in the foundations of genetics and other fields. It got to the point where I couldn't stop thinking about them. To make things worse, no one else seemed to care, but really bothered me. All these issues made it impossible for me to continue, so I decided to leave. Right? Alright, so he's just fucking smarter than everybody else, and it was pissing him off. The day after I decided to leave, my life became a living hell. I couldn't sleep, and my mind felt sapped. I was entirely at peace with my decision, so I knew something strange was happening to me. After a few days of this, two of the graduate students began reaching out to me. I barely knew them, so it seemed unusual that they would contact me. When I went to see them, they both kept pointing their finger at me, saying, Pew, pew, like they were shooting a gun. They did this over and over, and I kept wondering what their problem is. Months after I left Houston, I was told that this, these people were not human. They were tasked with making me into the next school shooter, as they called it. I imagine this is why many of our school shootings take place. Once again, 100% sane, 0% crazy. Oh yeah, naturally. (coughs) Now this is where the story gets weird. Oh, now, now the story's about to get weird, huh? On the plane ride back home, my seat was taken. I asked the flight attendant, and she directed me to a new seat. Once I sat down, an older gentleman in front of me kept glancing back until he got my attention. As he kept looking back, my head began to hurt and tingle. The moment my head began to hurt, his lips curled into this evil-looking smile. The pain and the tingling in my head continued for the rest of the flight and got more intense as time went on. 
Every time I felt it, the man would start taking notes in his notepad. About halfway through the flight, some, someone else in front of me held up a newspaper that said psychic, psychic reading for like five minutes straight. It was blatantly obvious that they were doing something to me, but I didn't know what. Once we landed, the older gentleman kept showing me his track phone as if to say, Get one of these. Yeah, get a prepaid phone at Walmart. One that doesn't work in most service areas. <laughs> Give some kid the money to go in and buy it for you so they don't catch you on camera buying it. <laughs> About a month later, I got a text message from a man named John Padula. He invited me to come to church at the altar. Seems like a strange place to be recruiting for government jobs, but I went anyway. After I got there and went inside, something felt very wrong. I felt as if my life was in danger, and I became so uncomfortable that I had to leave. Now, keep in mind, that's just all church. No, oh, really. yeah, no, I feel uncomfortable in every church I've ever stepped foot in. A couple days later, I started receiving text messages from Tim Remington. At first, they were innocuous Bible messages, but then he started threatening me. He sent messages talking about their power and other things. He did all this through Bible verses so it would not look suspicious. I ignored everything until he sent one final text message, which simply said, Angels. I thought nothing of it until helicopters started flying around my house all day and all night. At this point, I knew I was in trouble. I knew I needed to contact them, so I made an appointment to meet John Padula for coffee. Little did I know he had no intention of meeting me. After making the appointment to meet John, something very bizarre happened. I received the most unnatural erection I've ever had. I felt like someone was manually pumping blood into my penis. I don't know how else to describe it. Immediately after that, a song began playing in my mind. The lyrics went, Sister, sister, he's just a plaything. We want to make him stay up all night. Oh. That's a talking head song, by the way. Cool. Right, exactly. Good taste in music yeah, there, no, Kyle Odom. Yeah, right on, Kyle Odom. I had never heard this song before, and I had no idea what it meant. I tried to ignore it and kept searching for jobs. A few minutes later, the song kept quit playing. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> <coughs> I mean, it's, 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 getting, it's getting fucking spooky, right? Yeah. Seems extremely paranoid. When the sun came up, I gave up on trying to sleep and got out of bed. I was relieved at first because the song had quit playing. I thought the torture was over until a voice entered my mind. The voice said, You're going to be uncomfortable. All you have to do is breathe. I sat there wondering what this would mean until the voice spoke again. It told me I was going to be sacrificed like Jesus and get beheaded. This threw me into a complete panic. My heart began racing and I started to have a mental breakdown. A few minutes later, some man knocked on my door. I answered and he gave me a pamphlet talking about the sacrifice of Jesus. My mind started racing out of control and I became completely delirious. I thought for sure I was going to die. My thoughts shifted to my family. All I could think about was seeing them again. They were in Albuquerque at the time, so I decided to buy a one-way ticket there. <laughs> this shit's getting fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I sat next to this huge man on the plane who kept telling me telepathically that he was going to crash the plane. Every time he spoke, he would sniff empathetically. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, so I just sat there trying to stay calm as possible. The man became angry about this and started touching my leg. 
The second he touched me, I could feel him inside my mind. This caused me to panic until I was on the verge of causing a scene. Before I did anything, he told me to calm down, and he said, You did a great job. You passed. Go enjoy your family. We have a job waiting for you when you get back. I thanked him. I felt slightly relieved. I had no intention of contacting him at all. My only thought was to get as far away from him as possible. After getting off the plane, I headed to the baggage claim. A huge group of men surrounded me there. I watched them cautiously, and they all began sniffing at me. The sniff is something they do all the time. I think it has something to do with dominance. When I finally got my bag, I left the airport as fast as I could. My parents were right outside waiting to pick me up. I was so happy to see them again. I gave them big hugs and told them how much I loved them. It was my last happy moment in Albuquerque, however. They followed us everywhere. Everywhere we went after that. When I, whenever I saw one, they would sniff at me to let, them, let me know it was them. They would also smile and laugh and stick their tongue out. As time went on, they started coaxing me to go outside alone. I was scared to death they would kill me, so I refused. Eventually, they threatened to harm my family, which caused me to give in to them. I told them I would do whatever they want if they left my family alone. They responded by saying, go to church. I knew they meant the altar, so I had agreed to go when I got back. <laughs> what do you think so far? The guy had a bad acid trip and it just stayed with him. Right? <laughs> when I went to the altar for the first time, the people acted very strange. It was unhuman. As I walked into the sermon room, everyone stared at me and began sniffing empathetically. Needless to say, I was scared as hell, but I took a seat. When the service began, a man came down and sat, sat next to me. After he sat down, I began smelling something. It was a smell I'd never smelled before. The only thing I can compare it to is a reptile and vinegar. After smelling it, I became very uncomfortable. I tried to remain calm and just sat there quietly until the service was over. When the service ended, they said, you can leave now. After that, I knew I wasn't dealing with the government anymore. I realized that whoever I was dealing with was extraterrestrial, and so I became very scared. <laughs> so here it is, folks. That, that, it's, it's aliens. Oh, yeah. It's fucking aliens. It's fucking aliens. Right? received no further information from them after that, so I began applying for jobs again. Even though I had done exactly as I was told, they still followed me everywhere I went. As time went on, they started harassing me day and night, and I began to hear voices more often. I began to hallucinate things that I knew weren't real. They also started playing with me sexually. Both the males and the females would play out their sexual fantasies in my mind. They came with random and uncontrollable as well as extreme genital stimulation. I mean, I've had erections in public for no fucking reason. I mean, I'm 25 and I still do. Right, exactly. I get boners if I'm tired. Isn't that weird? Yeah. The harassment continued for weeks and intensified as time went on. I did my absolute best to maintain my sanity and tried to avoid them. This worked for a while, but eventually I had a huge meltdown and boner. One day, I was in the bakery at Safeway when I got surrounded by a bunch of old men. Some of them looked at me and sniffed, so I knew it was them. They started simulating my anus and penis simultaneously. Then they spoke aggressively. They said, Humans are nothing more than a result of a successful genetic experience. You are a threat to the way these people think, and you can no longer be free in society. Your life is over. You are nothing but a toy. Your purpose is now to suck cock. Oh. 
Oh. They continued to say other explicit things that were so obscene I won't repeat them here. Really? Really? What, what's, what's, more obscene, what's more obscene? I respect your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chris Hansen with NBC. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. I likes you, and I wants you. <laughs> they continued to say other explicit things that were so obscene that I won't repeat them here, and before they finished talking, I became enraged. It took every ounce of willpower I had not to kill them. I left the store and tried to calm down, but it only got worse. The rest of the night, they continually stimulated my anus, and I couldn't stop coming. What? <laughs> Seriously? It got to the point that I was in serious pain. They finally stopped after I broke down and became completely distraught. I knew I couldn't take anymore, so I attempted suicide. I filled a charcoal grill with lit coals, put it in my car, and rolled up the windows. I reclined my seat, laid there calmly, and then fell asleep. I should have died, but they woke me up in an extreme panic, which caused me to get out of the car. <laughs> At what point do you not think, maybe I should just check myself in somewhere? Or they're just going to put me in a little padded room and let me take some time off. Right. I had no clue where to go at this point, so I decided to check myself into the VA. They hey. Shipped, they <laughs> shipped me straight to the mental ward where I was admitted. Once again, 100% sane, 0% crazy. <laughs> they shipped me straight to the mental ward. The medication they gave me did absolutely nothing. I just sat there surrounded by a bunch of psychotic people and became exasperated. I knew their goal was to ruin my life by making me into a crazy person. I became determined not to let that happen and I started fighting back. After leaving the VA, everything I tried to do with my life was sabotaged. They didn't want me dead, but they also weren't going to let me live. In desperation, I went back to the altar to ask them what they wanted from me. Before I tell you their, their reply... I need to make an important caveat here. I had endured so much abuse by this time that I was numb to them. The details of what they'd done to me aren't essential to the story, so I won't include them here. It's if you butt stuff. If you want to know more about what I've been through or more about them, write me. Just realize I've been tortured more than a POW. Oh, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think that's where we're going to stop with Kyle Odom. No. <laughs> <laughs> Does it ever come to the point and it's like, and I shot the preacher? <laughs> the whole idea is apparently the Martians were fucking and sucking him so much that he went, that he like couldn't take it anymore and he felt that the preacher was their leader. So he shoots the preacher and goes and throws this a flash drive with this over the White House walls. Now, we, uh, <laughs> we went ahead and, uh, you know, we uh, abridged the manifesto here but uh, i'm in the link below you can find the exact 100% like uncensored well i mean it's it's censored cuz certain things are redacted like the anus and penis and everything like that it's just something i'm assuming uh, but uh, it's just exactly what it seems like he's saying uh, but regardless the completely uh, completely all fully done manifesto is in the link in, in the description below. So be sure to check that out. Let us know what you think of Kyle Odom because the dude's fucking nuts. <laughs> I want to write to him. Right? <laughs> What'd they do? Tell me. A hundred percent sane. Zero percent crazy. Zero percent crazy. Oh shit, man. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a it's something special. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, that, that is something. <laughs> wow <laughs> food for thought <laughs> food for thought our alien uh, our aliens fucking and now sucking when people. it's when it's the anal probe is it really an anal probe or is it an anal stimulation well we may never know you will
Anyway. <laughs> All right. Moving forward. Sam, do you know what time it is? I think it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Up, man. That's right, folks. It's time for Wow, That's Fucked Up. This is where we look at fucked up shit and make fun of it. Everybody, we're looks. adults. Exactly. And we're anti-gay, apparently. <laughs> Still confused about that one. Hopefully, the <sighs> uh, co-worker re-listens to it. Because, uh, yeah. Anyway. You know, we've been having fun listening to Die What Wood Calls. I say we listen to another one. What do you say? I always love hearing recordings of someone's final moments. Exactly. So this is the story of a guy named Don Spirit. Yeah, fitting name. He's about to be a spirit. Right. Um, this one day he uh, got really sick of uh, his kids and his grandkids. So yeah, he, I mean, fuck him. He fucking shot him. I mean, you oh, know. Oh, he shot them all. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he uh, he just, we well, don't fuck it. Right. And this guy absolutely gives no fucks and he's not trying to get any help or anything like that. He just wants to let the, know, let the 911 operator know what's going on. So we're going to take a listen to Don Spirit, shall we? Let's do it. Okay, Chris County 911, what's the address of the emergency? Yes, ma'am, I, I, um, I just shot my daughter and shot all my grandkids, and I'll be sitting on my step, and then when you get here, I'm going to shoot myself. What is the address that you're at, sir? 2550 Northwest, 25 Paris, Don. 2550 Northwest, come at me, bro. No fucks given. Not a single fuck. When you get here, I'm sitting on my staff, I'm going to fucking shoot myself. End of story. Yep, that's it. Spirit. Every one of them are dead. You said your name is Don Spirit? Yep. All right, Don, what kind of gun do you have? It doesn't matter what kind of gun I got. They're all dead, and then when you get here, I'll shoot myself. And then you figure out what kind of gun it is. Now, do the handles have a good varnish on the grip? Is it what color is it? Is it, is it a blued? Did you have the bear, the the metal of the gun blued? Is it nickel plated? Are you a fan of hip hop? How long did this happen, Don? I I don't want to hear it, man. I'm done with all every fucking thing. Just bring the motherfuckers out here. That's all. You got all the kids are dead in the house. Okay, how many people? Okay, how many people? Six kids, one adult. Six kids and one adult? Yeah. One of them is a baby. Lucky number seven, bitch. <laughs> right? Jesus fucking Christ, man. He shot the baby. Right? He was just like, he just, he gave no fucks. He was just like, he was just like six kids, one of them's a baby. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Brings a real time to robbing the cradle. Right? Jesus. Don, is there any way you can stand on the phone with me until I get somebody there to help you? What's that? Can I ha have you stand on the phone with me? No, I, no, not that. I'm waiting for them to get here. When they get here, I'm going to shoot myself on my back step. All I'm doing is waiting for them. Because fuck the police. I want them to watch me die. Right, exactly. I want to put them in fucking therapy. <laughs> yep.
the 911 I need help. <laughs> like, I now. don't want, know what to fucking do. You fuckers don't pay me enough for this. What the I shit? I make $9 an hour. Why do I have to deal with this? I'm going home. <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to be here today. And that's where he hung up the phone. Did he shoot himself? No. Oh, fucking pussy. He fucking bitched out at the last minute and got arrested. Fucking pussy. No points for Ann Hero today. <laughs> yeah, 4chan didn't take a W home on this one. Exactly. So, yeah, Don Spirit, what are your thoughts? Is it fucked up enough for this segment? I think so. I think so, too. So, fuck Don Spirit. Yeah, fuck that guy. And while you're rotting in prison, you know, maybe you should just uh, take your bed sheets, you know, and just, you know, take the time, think about, you know, what you did, and then... Show yourselves. Please, please kill yourself. You should really kill yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I love it so much. <laughs> oh God. Hey, you're not allowed to talk like that on here. Exactly. We we don't like those people according to a coworker. Right. Exactly. I love it. I'm love like, it. Oh, love it. Sam, get your so good. Sam, get your cock over here right now. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Now okay. now now who's anti gay? You're probably turning off the podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! You know who you are, person turning off the podcast because we say things like that. But thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks, thanks for your time. Hey, you know you're probably not hearing this message because you turned it off. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Sam, from that, what do you say we go to some Christian fear mongering? Perfect. Exactly. Let's do you it. Want, if you Good think. Morning, if you think that we're anti-gay, wait till you hear about Uganda, okay? Do you know the way? <laughs> exactly. Let's do this, folks. Some Christian fear-mongering straight from Uganda. Oh, man. Good morning, everyone. My name is uh, Pastor Dr. Martin Semper. I'm here in the capacity as the chairman of the National Task Force Against Homosexuality in Uganda. We are making legislation. <laughs> hey, pause it. Pause it. I can't take it. The National Task Force Against Homosexuality. We are taking down the homo. <laughs> we are going down on the homo. Are we taking down? Taking down. Oh, no. It is a pride rally. Grab the riot shields. <laughs> to make sure that sodomy and homosexuality never sees the light of legality in this land of the Pearl of Africa. I've taken time to do a little research to know what homosexuals do in the privacy of their bedroom. One of the things they do is called anal leaking, where they, a, a man's anus is leaked like this by the other person, like ice cream. Like ice cream. And then what happens, even poo poo comes out. The other poo poo is out, huh? and then they eat the poo poo. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> now who's anti-gay? Yeah, this guy. Exactly. And all of Uganda. Let me just say that the Church Absurd has a standpoint of supporting a man's right to eat another man's poo-poo. <laughs> that is your human right. You are more than allowed, and especially nowadays, you are allowed to get married, and then you can eat your husband's poo-poo. <laughs> If you love it, put a ring on it, man. Exactly. It's not even over yet. <laughs> oh, God. 
the other one they do is they have a sex practice called feasting where they insert their hand into the other man's hand and it goes all the, into the anus all the way and it is so do you know the way <laughs> the way is into a man's anus <laughs> Oh my God. painful they have to take drugs but they enjoy it now if we have any children please step out oh, this now, is a, now. now get the kids out now because the worst part is not even eating that poo poo <laughs> or anal fisting parental guidance moment hey that child can be moved out so He's like, get research, that child out of here this is what they do number one you can see him. He is now showing graphic gay, gay porn. Yeah, gay yeah. porn to his followers. And here, having sucked the other person's rectum, and the other person is poo pooing, and this one is eating the poo poo all over the place. Pretty sure I saw this on 4chan. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> Tell me, when you have a law against homosexuality, do you say accept eating poo poo? <laughs> do you, Sam? It doesn't affect my life in any way, shape, or form, so you know what? Go for it. Hey, I mean, look at this guy sincerely. Bishop. Ah, Stagafulai Zaha. What? Huh? <laughs> you got Ajat. We do not want this sickness. This is sick, and it's therefore deviant. We do not want it. Now, they start off by touching each other's genitals and smelling each other. What? <laughs> Kyle Odom's like, they're reptilians. <laughs> they're Martians. <laughs> they're stimulating my anus. This one smears the poop all over the other person's face. As if that is not enough, he puts the hand deeper. As Africans, we want to ask Barack Obama to explain to us, is this what he wants to bring to Africa? <laughs> Fucking Obama, man. That's it's all Obama's, Obama's fault. Don't let Trump see this. He'll support this guy. <laughs> human right to eat the poo-poo of our children. This fucker is bringing people up in arms. Do not eat the poo-poo. God. Oh shit! Fuck this guy. Oh, fuck God. him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Gay people rule. Support their right to do whatever the fuck they want. Because it doesn't their... affect you. Exactly. exactly. Let them live their lives. Exactly. Exactly. They are humans like you. So what do you think, Sam? Fucked up enough for this segment? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Shit. That's uh. God, I'm gonna have nightmares or sex dreams, whichever one. Right. All right, now the last thing we're going to be looking at on the Wow That's Fucked Up segment is uh, something really interesting. Uh, you're familiar with schizophrenia? A little, yes. Okay. Someone took the time to edit together. Shout out to, uh, let's call her Mothership, my coworker. Oh, hey. Yeah, she, yeah. you know why I'm calling you out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She eats the da poo poo. No, <laughs> schizophrenia. <laughs> nice. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, props, dude. Props. Uh, yeah. Anybody that's living with schizophrenia, congratulations. You are fucking braver than most people. Yeah, congratulations. And You've got a bunch of friends that nobody else can see. And that's the thing. It, it, someone took the time to essentially mimic or you know bring uh, to light what the sound of schizophrenia would be. And it's pretty shocking. So we're going to take a listen to a little bit. We're not going to listen to the whole thing because it's three fucking minutes long. And yeah, uh, you're already wasting enough time listening to us. We're not going to do yeah. that to you. Exactly. So check this fucking shit out. Do you know you can't go across the road without a 
Can you fucking imagine being subjected to this all fucking day and it's just inside your head so you can't escape it? No. No, I, I honestly don't want to imagine that. Yeah. So that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. 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 So if you're living with schizophrenia, yeah. let me just say you are incredibly keep on, brave. Keep on chugging. Yeah. Good job. Fucking, you are a fucking dime mega and, and good for you because you are fucking killing it and you are living your life to the best of your ability. We just got super sappy at the end of while that's fucked up, but I think it's important. Yeah. No, that's yeah. uh Yeah. No, I... Yeah, yeah, you are you are dealing with a lot. Keep on trucking. Exactly, uh, exactly. You got this. Exactly. So now, since we got all super serious for that, uh, let's cleanse our palate. Yeah, it's time to cringe. Oh yeah. That's right, folks. This is the Cringe Corner, where we look at cringy shit and try not to cringe. We got some special stuff today. Uh, Sam, what is your thoughts on karaoke? None of it's good. None of it? None of it. Not even ours? No. I mean, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, fuck you. But, uh, you know, I mean, I guess that's a matter of opinion, but hey, what, you know, what have you. So, uh, there is a wonderful couple... Uh, named Bev and Bob on YouTube, and they do this karaoke non-ironically. So they're actually trying. Exactly. Oh, exactly. I am so ready to hear this. Exactly. So this is them covering the wonderful System of a Down song, Chop Suey. This is Bev and Bob singing Chop Suey by System of a Down. Link is in the comments below. Let's get cracking. Wing it! Grab right for the little nigga. I start right away with shake up. Why you keep on the table? Here you go, create another table. Grab right for the little nigga. I start right away with shake up. Why you keep on the table? I don't think you do. You know, it's nice to do things together as a couple. Exactly, exactly. But butchering one of the greatest fucking yeah. songs of 2001, not necessarily. You know, Sister Christian and I will just sit together on a good, lazy day, and we'll read we'll read books and just hang out, you know. Occasionally. Eat that poop poop. Oh, God damn it. You had to throw that one in there. Right. Or we'll play video games, or we'll just sit back, have a few drinks, cook some food, and listen to music, and just hang out. But these people should not, these people should, like, keep these on, like, an SD card in an old phone, right. put away in a closet, right. where they don't have to subject people to this. Exactly. We're, <laughs> we're humans. We don't deserve this. Now, we know. We all know the best part of fucking Chop Suey, where we're going like, Father, Father. Oh, yeah. Bring it. it. Are you ready? Because it's about to get real. Oh, it's about to get real, real. 
The best part. Catchy, don't you think? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I'm a huge System of a Down fan. I am too, and that makes me angry. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that Bev just... and Bob. Bev and Bob, go fuck yourself. 39,000 subscribers, and I guarantee all of them are ironic. Yeah. Um, That's 39,000 people that just need something to cringe and laugh at. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so, and you know that these people are serious because they disable the comments on their video. Now, if they were doing it for meme's sake, they would just like, you know, let people roll with it. But they don't want people to just be commenting, kill yourself, 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 that's enough, kill yourself, that's enough. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so uh, check out their channel. It's uh, yeah, go for it. It's baffling, uh, and it's a great prank to play on your friends, yeah, like. Make like an eight-hour loop. You got a buddy that passes out on your couches. Leave that plane. Hide the remote. Exactly. Hide the remote and just make an eight-hour loop of them just going, Father! Father! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, man. Alrighty. The next thing we're going to be looking at are the Cridge Quarter. You know, there's a lot of kids that watch PewDiePie. A lot. Yeah. PewDiePie. To be fair, his content's gotten a lot better recently. What about the stuff he did about the Jews? See, but that's the thing, though. That's, I mean, it, it was just a dumb fucking joke that people took seriously, and that was the problem. Hmm. But sounds like somebody I know. <laughs> right. Eat the poo-poo. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's just going to be, a, I'm going to name this episode Eat, Eat the Poo-Poo, <laughs> right? Uh, so, fucking, this kid uh, who called himself Roasting Kid in 1907... Uh, he decided that he was going to speak up against PewDiePie. Oh, yeah. And uh, he is not from America. You can tell from his accent. But uh, Canadian. Um, no, definitely not. I think he's, he might be fucking Russian, to be honest with you. Uh, but, yeah. So let's take a listen to the roasting kid talking about PewDiePie. PewDiePie, are you fucking kidding me? I can't fucking stand you, you son of a bitch! You're fucking useless, you tomorrow, you little cunt! You have over 40 million, you fucking cunt! How fucking do you have 40 million subscribers? Are you fucking kidding me? You made fucking shitty contact, you faggot! Ukraine or South African? You need to delete your YouTube channel now, you faggot! You make thousands of dollars, maybe millions of dollars, for doing shitty commentaries! Shitty gameplays and some fucking I don't know vlogs. What what the fuck? I I don't even watch these videos. He sounds like Dexter from Dexter's Lab. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's like gonna be. Do you think get out of my laboratory? Don't <laughs> even boy, you're fucking scare PewDiePie, motherfucking thing because it's for money. Yeah, you always wanted to make money, so fuck off, you fucking nigger. What? <laughs> Somebody put a fucking collar on this kid, man. Right? Now, here's my thing, okay? Like, this 
He's like saying like, oh, you you just want to make a money. Well, duh. Yeah, kid, why, that's life. Why do you think people quit their jobs to become YouTube like celebrities? I mean, yeah, because they want to make money. <laughs> like, duh. For us, nigger, you want to make money. Always, you want to do fucking millions for nothing. You're sitting on your ass and playing some stupid video games. Are you fucking kidding me? And they're not even good. You fucking faggot! Kill Ow! Right? A, ow. B, how many views does this video have? Oh, God. Uh, fucking a lot. Um, it's and it's not even the original video. It's a re-upload. Oh, man. It's got 4,000 views. Okay. That's... Which, I mean, it may not seem like a lot, but for this type of shit, yeah. it is. Yeah, no, that is. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Surprised that kid just didn't slip in there. <laughs> Buy Chernobyl vodka! <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make money on his own. The Roasting Kit 1907 is sponsored by Falsco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, the final item for today. Oh, what do we got? <laughs> Vegans. Oh, god damn it. This is a vegan named John Sackers. John what now? John Sackers. John Suckers? Sackers. Saggers? Yeah. And uh, he... <laughs> he makes songs... About finding a lovely vegan woman to love. Oh, forever alone. Hello. John Sackers is here. Taking a bath. Yeah, that's right. I'm bare naked. Sitting in the bathtub. All by myself. Hmm, what a shame. I'd love to take a bath with you. You could help clean my back. And I could help clean your back. And, and we could jump up and down on each other's butts. Right? <laughs> this is horrible bosses. Yeah. I want to dance on your boobies. <laughs> but but like uh, you can I can wash your back and you can wash my back because and, they're equally as hairy and we can wash backs and backs and my favorite sex position is reverse short stop. I got to go. <laughs> I'd be more than happy to help clean other parts of your body too. Wink, wink. Oh, John, are you oh, seducing John. me? <laughs> oh, John. John. I know I shouldn't, mm. but I want to. Oh, baby. But right now I'm all by myself, and my tongue feels like cleaning something. So maybe I'll clean this papaya, this sexy, sexy papaya with my tongue. To be fair, a papaya does look like a vagina. All right, so let's hear about him fucking this papaya. Mm. And while I'm licking this papaya, I fantasize that you, sexy vegan woman, are sitting on my face. Because that is my ultimate fantasy. To have a vegan woman sit on my face. That papaya oh. does look kind of vaginal. And here's the song, baby. Vegan vagina juice, VBJ. Vegan vagina juice, VBJ. Vegan vagina juice, VBJ. Vegan vagina juice, VBJ. People can call me a pervert. Rest assured, everyone is calling you a pervert, sir. Everyone's calling you a lot more than just a pervert, you fucking weirdo. 
People can say that I'm a disgrace, but I'm not afraid to tell the whole wide world that I want you to say on my face. We can take our time, baby. Making love is not a race. I want to get so drunk off your pussy that I feel like I'm in outer space. Ground control to Major Tom. <laughs> vegan vagina juice VBJ. Vegan vagina juice VBJ. Vegan vagina juice VBJ. Vegan vagina juice VVJ. Take me by the hands and lead me to your bed. I will lie down and rest my head. I mean, that's just lazy writing yeah, right lazy there. Lazy bastard. Well, if anything, you should have said something like, I will lay down and give you head. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean? Go for it. Don't just lay there and be like, uh. You can sit on my face and grind away. I could lick you until my dying day. Okay, that's just not true. I mean, no, like, you, you have you to. You physically couldn't. You have to eat eventually. Eventually, your jaw will lock up. Yeah, no. No, it does. Trust I me. I want to hear you moan with pleasure. While you ride my tongue at your leisure I want nothing more than to make you feel good I want to lick your clits and your clits are all good <laughs> Getting into all the deep parts of the anatomy Oh yeah, no, this is very informative <laughs> Vegan vagina juice VVJ Vegan vagina juice, VVJ. Vegan vagina juice, VVJ. Vegan vagina juice, VVJ. Vegan dicks get harder, vegan pussies get wetter. The sex Hold on, is Where, where'd you get that information? Oh, no, no, no. I, I, didn't, I didn't properly hear it. What did he say? He said, vegan dicks get harder, vegan pussies get wetter. Yeah, sure, bud. Better when you're vegan. Vegan dicks get harder. Vegan pussies get wetter. The sex is better when you're vegan. Oh, come on, that was just a lazy way to fucking end that in that verse. I mean, right? Here's my thing. Uh, I was watching Penn and Teller bullshit, and there was a dude who was uh, trying to trying to essentially live longer by eating nothing but salads. And when that happens, you lose your sex drive. Yeah. So, I don't think vegans have better sex. No. Let's get together for a sexy party. I could lick you all day. I can't think of anything that rhymes with party. <laughs> you are fucking sexy, baby. <sighs> He's gonna fuck that papaya. Fruit is so fucking sexy. <laughs> All right. I called it. I called it. He fucked the papaya.
He probably fucked it before he ate it. Exactly. Oh. Vegan vagina juice, everybody. Let us know what you think about that. Look up the video, because it's a... It's linked. It's, 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 it's linked. Rest assured, it's linked in the yeah, description. No, watch the video, because there's more to that than just the music. And just oh, like man. any vegan song, it's one guy sitting there patting on his knees and another one with a fucking cello. It's the same guy. <laughs> oh, it was? Yeah, it's just split screen. <laughs> Oh yeah. shit! He is that alone. None of his. He didn't even have a friend to help him out with that. Exactly. He probably didn't want. <laughs> so. Oh shit! All right, we will be right back on the church absurd. We gotta go fuck a papaya real quick. Exactly. I mean, anti-gay. Yeah, we're gonna spit roast this papaya. Exactly. It's <laughs> fucking sexy papaya. Fruit is so fucking sexy. We'll be right back on the church absurd. Suck my blueberries. Hey folks, it's Lonnie here. I just want to let you know that Church Absurd and Fat Lols Radio is now available on iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. If you could just do us a favor and give us a listen, give us a like, or hey, maybe rate and review us. We'd really appreciate it. It helps us get seen and helps us spread the gospel of the Church Absurd, and it'll help me find Bigfoot and kill him finally. So if you could please give us a rate and review and just search Fat Lowell's Radio and all your favorite podcast apps and you can find us and listen to us. We'd really appreciate it. This is Lonnie saying find Bigfoot and back to the show. And we are back uh, to the Church Absurd. I'm your host, Reverend Jess, joined by Deacon Sam. Deacon Sam. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, before we go, uh, I think it's very important. If you remember last week, uh, we signed up for the Christian Porn App. Reboot. Uh, reboot uh, to curb our porn addiction. Yeah. No, we were 81% addicted. And I'm pretty sure my addiction has gone up to 95. Yeah. Uh, I've watched a lot of porn. The I'm past at 99.69. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Fucking uh, so, yeah, what exactly uh, do you think the porn app is going to say about us? Well, it asks for you to uh, check in. First of all, I have been checking in daily, and my total streak of how long I've gone without porn is one day. But that was because I forgot to check in at the check-in time and did it later, so it would have been less than a day. Yeah. So let's uh, let's check in. How was check-in? How was your day? It just says, did you watch porn since your last check-in? Yes. yes. Okay, so you just relapsed. Calm down. Breathe. Stop the drama. Stop the, I'm so sick of this, comments. Don't get angry. Don't feel guilty. It won't do me any good. That's not going to be a problem. I don't feel guilty yeah, at all. I feel no anger or guilt. I just feel release. Cause I, I can't. have crippling depression. <laughs> <laughs> a guy relapses and masturbates to porn. After he's done, he feels terrible. No, I fucking don't. He says to I himself, feel, my feel, life is a mess. I feel, yeah, it is, but not because of porn. Because yeah. of poor decisions. I feel Not including porn. I feel tired more than anything. Yeah, I usually go to sleep afterwards. Right. Since, you know, it helps. Appropriate. Yes. He says to himself, my life is a mess. He then goes and watches porn in order to stop feeling bad, which will in turn make him feel worse afterwards. So he binge watches until he's completely depleted from just trying to masturbate those feelings away. Then he tries rebooting again, completely unaware of this mistake. All he needs to do is keep trying getting to... Getting a little emotional there, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> you gonna sniffle? Uh, all he needs to do is keep trying to reduce the amount of relapses per month. <laughs> and the mere fact that you're using this app and you're trying to leave porn behind is enough reason to be proud and stop beating yourself off, I mean up. <laughs> Had to go for it. Remember, you need to try as hard as you can, but at the same time, 
All right, so yeah, I put my, I put my uh, street as less than a day. <laughs> Let's go. Alrighty, so 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 that's it. We're 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 not beating our addiction, folks. We're not beating our addiction. We're beating it off <laughs> with each other because we're not anti-gay. Yep, we are not. We support everybody doing whatever the fuck they want as long as it doesn't affect other people's lives negatively. Exactly. And gays do not affect Christians negatively. They just need to get the Christians just need to get the fuck over it, and uh. Yeah, no, do your fucking thing. Just, uh, yeah, don't negatively affect other people. And if we, if people feel like we are negatively affecting them. And if you, if you're anti-gay, I think you should eat the poo-poo. <laughs> I was about to say, did you already get that sound clip? <laughs> Alrighty, folks, I think that's going to do it. Uh, for this edition of the Church Absurd, this weekly service here. Uh, as always, thank you very much, very much for listening. Uh, I know this episode was kind of fucking stupid, but that's perfectly hey, fine with no, us. Go for it. Just remember, there is a Japanese monster that will just strip down in front of you and show you its asshole, which is a bright, shining eye, yeah. before it takes the ball out of your anus. Remember that the homosexual, they participate in anal leaking. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Anal fisting. Yeah, exactly. And be sure to check out all the other Fat Lulz radio shows, including the Fickle Fanboy with RPM, which I was featured on uh, this past week. So definitely go listen to that if you want to hear my stupid impressions. Uh, the Unseriously Serious Podcast, uh, the Designated Drinkers, and if you want to get involved with our network, be sure to check out the League of Infuriated Nerds. Uh, if you have a rant, be sure to, you know, send it to us. Anything having to do with nerd culture, we want to get this show going. I think it would be a really cool project. Also... We are now available on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, TuneIn, all that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so spread the message. Just search the Fat Lulz Radio on anything that you want, and you will find us. That means all types of, like, podcast apps, like Podcast Addict and shit like that. You can find us on that by searching Fat Lulz Radio. Uh, so, you know, you can subscribe to The Church Absurd. And when we're finally, you know, when we're listed on iTunes and everything like that, rate and review us. It helps us get seen. It helps us raise our listens. Oh, yeah. It helps us spread the gospel of The Church Absurd. So we really appreciate any support that you give us, and we we appreciate any negative support. By the way, hate mail. If you want to send us some hate mail, go for it. Fatlulzradio at gmail.com. Subject, Church Absurd Hate Mail. We will read it on the show. Oh, no, we totally will. Absolutely. And uh, nothing is forbidden. If you want to call us the worst names in the book, we will read it on the show. Yeah. Absolutely. If you want to send anything to the network or the Church Absurd, P.O. Box 1235, Campton, Kentucky, 41301. Bring it on. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, be sure to get in touch with us and comment on the episodes, everything like that. Let's get some discussions going. So, yeah, thank you very much for listening to this episode of The Church Absurd. And as always, this is Reverend Justin Deacon Sam saying, go in peace and, and tear eat the poo-poo. Oh, come on. I was hoping to keep it No. Up. No. No. Oh, go you. in peace and tear the world to pieces. has been a Fat Lowell's Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio.
Welcome to the after service reception. Join us, please. Today we are eating some wings. Oh yeah. I've taken my jersey off so I don't get wing sauce all over it. I'm just really thinking about papaya right now. The most sensual of the fruits. Fruit is so fucking sexy. I mean, it really is. You ever just take some blueberries, get two of them, just roll them around on your tongue? We got coming up this week. Editing this thing and paying bills. I hear you. I still gotta cut down more trees and uh, hopefully uh, the Amish find another wild horse. And start hauling that cabin again. It'd be real nice to have that fucking thing. Cause okay, before we move in, I gotta start running electric wires. Gas lines, water lines, insulation, wall paneling. So it's a process. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is. Don't you wish they could just set up all that shit and literally just drop the fucking thing? Well, they can. It's just a lot more expensive. And we already have, you know, a decent bit of the insulation, fuse box, stuff like that, so... That'll, uh, it's, you know, relatively small cabin. It's nothing huge, so it won't be like a giant project, but. Still gonna take some time. Yeah. I thought that said Brazzers on your phone for a second. No. <laughs> Browsers get classy. No, the big question is when. Why the fuck would I ever pay for porn? <laughs> right? I don't know, man. I'm just going on 4chan and wait till someone dumps a bunch of usernames and passwords. Exactly. But even then, I don't need a 30-minute video to jerk off to. Right? You know what I mean? There was a uh. A kid at the boarding school I went to, he had a browser's account. The username was his mother's name. That's uncomfortable. Yeah, it was. It uh, really was. Did his mom pay for it? I'm, I'm assuming his dad. It was his dad's account, and the kid had just like gotten a hold of the username and password, and like every time before he clicked log in, he was like, <laughs> click. Okay, we're we're past that. We're past that. Cause that's uh, it's fucking weird. If he was just like, yeah, it's gonna be mom's name. Nowadays, it's not that common. You know what I mean? <laughs> not that uncommon, rather. You literally can't scroll down the fresh videos on Pornhub without seeing like stepsister.
drives me up a fucking wall. There's some good fucking wings. Oh yeah. So when's the, uh, when's the new season of Mr. Robot come out? Is it already going? Yeah, season three is well ended. It's um, it's coming out on DVD at the end of the month. Ah, I'm gonna have to see if I can't download that one. Why download it? I'm gonna buy it and you can just borrow it from me. Why borrow it from you when I can download it and watch it before you? That's true. And then I can just give it to you. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately. Oh, yeah? You ever notice that, like, being an adult really sucks? <laughs> yep. Seriously. Yeah. You work to pay bills in a society you were born into. Yeah. You have no other option unless you just want to claim disability or something and find some bullshit to claim. And then you've settled yourself into maybe a thousand a month. And, uh, yeah. Very limited income. You're allowed to work like 20 hours a week and get a little part time job. Oh, no. Or you could just kill somebody and go to jail. Then you don't have to worry about bills or anything. I don't know, it might, it might come from just my, where I'm 25, you know what I mean? And like, more than a quarter of my life is over. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're at, you know, kind of at the beginning. We're, we're, we're a little past the beginning, but still at the, a good early point in when you're supposed to be doing shit. No. It's just like, what do, uh, what do I do? How do I shot web? I just, I don't think that human beings were made to live like this. You know, where it's like, the workers, like us, we're literally working to survive so we can work some more. You know? Yep. The majority of my paycheck goes to gas money for me to get to my work. Don't say anything, let me skip this up. I'm like... It just seems like... Where we're at, it's like... The workers get punished more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know. Like with the, uh, the upselling at our work. Those things they want us to sell. You know, we're supposed to get written up for not having a certain percentage of our customers buy those things. Like, they're actually affecting our job if we don't have a certain amount of people buy a candy bar. And it's like, my whole thing is like, what am I supposed to do? 
am I supposed to hold them down? Be like, if you don't buy this candy bar, it's going to get me, you know, an infraction at my job. Seriously. It's I understand you want to push some items, but... I'm fucking wrong. There's just something fucked up. But you can tell whenever you speak to someone at a corporate headquarters that they never, ever have been in your position and don't know what the fuck is going on. Exactly. I'll be honest. If I could, if I won the lottery, I would honestly buy the store that I work at. <laughs> no, I would. <laughs> and I would take away all the corporate bullshit. And I would literally run the store how I see fit. Because if I'm rich enough to buy a store, you know what I mean? I'd buy it and run it into the goddamn ground. Just for fun. Can you imagine, like, being able to restrict somebody from your store because you know they're a fucking drug addict? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'd buy it, and I'd run in a short time it would be open. I'd be the only employee. I'd work only the hours I wanted to just to inconvenience anybody else. But then again, in reality, if I won the lottery, I would probably never step foot on American soil again. Where would you go? Whatever island I could find. I know there's a couple archipelago arch, archipelagos that are uh, they're selling small islands about 125 grand a piece. I'm trying to remember that's where that is. But uh, how are we supposed to podcast if you're on an island? I'll call in. Or I'll just do like what I'm going to do with all the other servants and I'll just kidnap you and have you there. You won't be a servant. You'll just be there. Never leaving. We'll just have How a- are we going to upload the episodes? Wi-Fi. How are you going to have Wi-Fi on an island? Science. We've both seen Swiss Army Man. We know you don't even get cell, cell reception on there, let alone Wi-Fi. Oh, you could totally get internet out there. One of those mo- mobile internet things. You could totally get internet as long as you got clear sky. And why didn't the dude have cell signal? Well, that's not the internet. There's no cell well, towers. 4G is the fucking internet. Well, yeah, but that comes from cell towers. I don't know. I could just be spouting some stupid shit at this point, which I probably am. But, yeah. England's the closest to the sun. <laughs> America's in the center of the universe. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if our president thinks that. I don't even give a shit what that man thinks anymore. It's kind of pointless, too. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just... Uh... It's really sad that I'm so used to waking up to people being angry about something. That sounds like childhood to me. But like it's on a national scale now. Mm. You know what I mean? I thought you were talking about personally. Everybody's too damn sensitive. I think it's, I, I honestly want 
I blame the internet. People are too connected to each other. Do you even think? Do you even think Trump would have gotten got elected if it wasn't for the internet? Nope. And I'm not even talking in terms of like a cringy like fucking like oh Russian knacker. No. The American people wanted a meme. They got a fucking meme. Trump did one thing, right? The world is not laughing at us anymore. They're cringing. I don't know, man. It's just... It's just beyond fucked at this point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the fact that I'm doing, like, a podcast just to keep my fucking sanity. It's good to have hobbies. See, but this is more than a hobby to me. This is like medication to me. Oh, yeah. Have you tried liquor? That's, that's a bad idea, man. I have, addictive, I have an addictive personality. I do, too. That's why I love liquor so much. <laughs> but what I'm saying is... You know, I was, I was addicted to painkillers for five years of my life. Yeah. And I substituted that addiction for stuff that wasn't nearly as destructive to me was just more destructive to my wallet more than anything. Where I just started buying a bunch of fucking DVDs. I was slacking on the mouth sounds. Sorry folks, I'll pick it up. Sorry, nobody's listening at this point. Yeah, alright. They're going to be pissed at our April Fool's episode <laughs> when it's nothing but this. <laughs> if we're going to do that, I do want to cook for us. Like, just make a big fucking meal. And you all always cook. Kim has always cooked, so I would like to cook at least once for y'all. That'd be nice. Of course, it'll be a little difficult. Why's that? Because we don't have gas. I got a grill, bitch. It's, oh. a, it's a small grill. I can just put it in the back of my truck. This is one of those small round charcoal ones. Well. We don't use charcoal in this family. <laughs> I use wood that I pick up off the ground around where I live. You're like a caveman, man. I love it. I know. Deacon Sam. So easy, a caveman could do him. So easy, a caveman has done him. Because <laughs> we're not anti-gay. Yeah. You're goddamn right we're not. I just, uh, that was baffling to me. I can't see why anybody would think that we're anti-gay. I'd like to clarify that more with that co-worker. I feel like, you know, said co-worker might not have been listening well enough. I mean, there's so many things in our episodes that could be taken out of context. Yeah, if you take it as the context that we're promoting it. But we're not promoting it. We're shitting on it. 
we're shitting on it and making it eat the poo poo. <laughs> eat the poo poo. I'm gonna build this in the episode description as the longest after service reception ever. We've literally been going for 20 minutes. Seriously? Yeah. The- it's 3.06 a.m. God damn. Do you work tomorrow? Nope. Well, thank God for that. Right? I just gotta have, try to have some daylight to cut down some more trees. But I gotta make them fall. I gotta make the trees fall uphill yeah. without sliding down and killing me. It's gonna require ropes, like Charlie Bronson. Yeah. You see, they're doing a remake of Death Wish. Yeah. I mean, it was coming eventually. Yeah, it had to. I mean, here's the thing though: Eli Roth's Eli Roth is behind it. No shit. Yeah, and I'm a fan of Eli Roth. So he, he was he was also behind uh well, partly behind uh the Man with the Iron Fist. Yeah. He helped he, do the screenplay. Yeah. And uh, say what you will about that movie, that movie was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, and plus, I'm a big Wu Tang fan. Fuck so. yeah, dude! Rizzo killed it. Yeah. Fucking Batista in there. Now these motherfuckers had a Gatling gun. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't until after I'd seen that that I went back and watched. Uh, we were in, Sister Christian and I rented a hotel room because of our lack of power and heat. Yeah. And running water at the time. Still don't have running water, but soon. But uh, yeah, just uh, turned on American Gangster. I was like, what? Honey, is, is that RZA? Is that RZA? You know what? Fuck it. We're going to change the fucking tone of this fucking after-service reception. Let's get some Wu-Tang going. Fuck yeah, dude. I have the greatest hits out there on my fucking phone. <laughs> fucking... Here we go. You see that uh, Martin Screlly fucker had to give back his Wu-Tang album? Who? The guy who bought the the one copy of Once Upon a Time in Shaolin, the AIDS, the guy who like raked it, put up the AIDS medication for like six hundred thousand percent. That's where they got that from. I knew they were I knew they were doing that to that guy from Watch Dogs too, but I didn't know he actually bought Wu Tang Clan's like only one copy of. Yeah. And the dude is going to jail, and he had to give it back for oh. securities fraud. Damn. So now the government has the only copy of fucking Wu-Tang. Goddamn government has the only copy of that Wu-Tang album. It's fucking overthrown. Rest in peace, ODB, man. He was nuts, right? There was a, a comedian. He was the only, like, fat cokehead ever. Arnie Gold or something like that? Arnie Goldman? Okay. You know him? I think so. He did a couple movies, but uh, kind of like a northern, like New Yorker kind of guy. The cop that uh, wait, Artie Lang, maybe. I'm thinking maybe the, was, was one of them a baseball movie called Beer League. Yes, that Artie Lang. Yep. Well, I watched one of his stand-ups. He was talking about how he got clean and everything. The cop that arrested him was in, you know, helped him get clean was there, and it was the cop that shot ODB. I would have been like, you know what? Fucking shoot me. <laughs> Send me to ODB. I want to be with ODB. People, any black listeners we have are just like fucking crackers. <laughs> fucking white people. 
couldn't have it with a pair of bifocals. I'm no joke, saying that's a joker. Smoke ya. Be like, warriors come out and play, yay. But that was only gonorrhea. Dirty, I keep shit stains in my drawer so I can get busy funky for ya. Murder. Be like, wow, with a sal. Are we even are we recording at this point? Yeah. Fuck it. If you're listening to this point, we love you. Right? Like I said, I billed it as the longest after-service reception ever. <laughs> Put, like, surprise at the end. Right. So then there's like, okay, what's what's at the end? And They would just it, skip straight to the end. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope there's <laughs> some just, loyal It's just a five-hour loop of you going moist. Moist. <laughs> moist. Moist. That's my ringtone. <laughs> Me saying moist. Right. Shit. Fucking cops were getting everybody out where I work today. Really? I mean, seriously, everybody. Oh, shit. Oh, God, I fucking forgot. St. Patty's Day is in two fucking days. Shit. What are we gonna do? I'm gonna mail my grandma a card. Her birthday's on the uh, 17th. What's today, the 14th? The 15th now. Oh, shit. I gotta get something, like, expedited out tomorrow. Yeah, uh, kayfabe, I hate to break it to you, but uh, there, you won't hear this anyway, but uh, we recorded a week earlier. Ooh. Yeah, right? Cat's out of the bag. <laughs> the jig is up, the news is out, they finally found me. <laughs> Fucking sticks, man. Oh, shit. So you done with your cigarette? Yep. Well, I think it's time we bring an end to this fucking after-service this shit session. show. End it with some Wu Tang. Just run up to your your nearest black friend, put your hands together, and yell Wu Tang. Right, and they'll look at you like, man, cultural appropriation is a motherfucker. Did that at a restaurant. Worked out to one of our cooks. Was he black? Yeah. Well, that's he just looked at me and yelled, "Stop." <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you very much for listening to the longest after-service reception ever. I'm your host, Reverend Jess. And I'm Deacon Sam. And uh, you have been absurded. <laughs> Wu-Tang, bitches. Wu-Tang, indeed. <laughs>